Yes. Bro. Straight yes, friends. bro. Bro. Oh, so, um, bro. if you were, um, <laughs> if, <laughs> not bro. Oh, <laughs> bro. Oh, Jesus, hate it. Welcome to the Gaily Dose, the weekly podcast made for and by gay men and their allies. We're a podcast with a mission, elevated conversation with hopes of building a deeper sense of community in the gay world. Child, it's time to come take your Gaily Dose. Welcome to this week's version. <laughs> Shut up, we're recording. Hello, and welcome to this week's episode of the Gaily Dose. My name is Helmut. I'm here today with my friends, Bennett. How y'all doing? Stuart. Hi. And Dante. <laughs> Stuart's like mid-laugh, can't hardly eat <laughs> is an idiot. He could just uh-huh. hit a button. Before Do you know ever- how many people wish they just hit a button? Oh, 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 was the, he got yeah. cut off. You know, oh. one thing I will say, though, that's, not- that's going to be funny for all the dolls listening out there. Subscribe to our Patreon because there's a lot of bloopers that y'all are going to want to pay to listen to. Yes, exactly. so um, Bennett actually runs the they soundboard. They ain't clean. And he has the control of who is on mic and who isn't. So, so. Stuart's going to be muted this whole episode. <laughs> <laughs> He's going to want to mute me for life. Mm. Well, this week's topic is straight men. So for gay men out there, straight men are oftentimes an odd topic. I hate um, Something that maybe straight men make you intimidated. Maybe you don't feel completely comfortable around them. I've got something to say about the subject. I'm sure you do. You, you know always what? Do. I don't judge them. It's fine. They can do what they need to do, but behind closed doors, please. I don't want to see it. I don't want to see Jeremiah and Suzanne holding hands in the park. It makes my eyes burn. Y'all can do what y'all need to do, and I'm trying not to judge you. That's what I had to say. Is that how you really feel? That's called rhetoric. (laughs) I know. And if I could pop, I'll need you to pop right now. That's how I feel. That was terrible. Okay, so no PDA for straight people, only gay people. I just don't need it in my face. I think she's it's just not being fair. Funny. She's being facetious. She's being facetious. So, so as far as you know, I would like for you guys to share if you have any insecurities or awkwardness or issues with straight men, maybe from your youth or just in general. You know, I wouldn't call it an insecurity. I call it a, a disdain. Just a really, disdain. A disdain for a straight man. Particularly straight men. Particularly that is not held for straight, gay men. I mean, and I have a I have a disdain for a specific gay men. Why? But I, I did just I have so many, and so many other people in the world have so many beyond toxic experiences with straight cisgendered men. It is such a common like if you look at not even just my life, the microcosm that it is, but look at history. Think of some of the most corrupt things that have happened has been behind the ideas and thoughts of emboldened, extremely hyper-masculine straight men. And they have tortured not only me as a child and trying to embrace my own feminine gay experience, you have to look at all the things they've done to terrorize the world in terms of women's suffrage, I mean, was one thing they did, terrorizing the Ivory Coast when it came to trying to get slaves and invading, furthermore, the entire country of Africa. I mean, Genghis Khan ripping the Asian continent in pieces another straight cisgendered men. So, I mean, if you ask me why I hate men, for not even my own reasons, but those of others. I I need you to be more specific. I'm not really clear. He lays at the feet of straight men, and not no, to I'm the clear. I'm, I'm being sarcastic, right? No, you right. Know, can, can you basically taste it with a spoon. Oh, no, sarcasm is coming off. 
I don't feel the same way about straight men. I posed as one basically my entire life, oh, believe Jesus. it or not, all the way through college. I do not regret any of the girls that I dated. I, they were, well, most of them. There was that crazy bitch that threw my keys out the window in 85. But anyways, that's not important. <laughs> I uh, know straight men what they do i mean living in a fraternity house and everything and they don't bother me but they talk about dumb shit they get high and they talk about some shit you don't care about they like the shit is boring they're cool i i love them like some of my best friends are straight (laughs) men for real what's interesting is my fraternity brothers that i'm still friends with it's the ones that i thought were going to turn on me immediately when i came out that are my best friends still and the ones that i thought that were more metrosexual and well-traveled and things like that those are the ones who completely disengaged because i think it's all about you know hyper masculinity and how you feel if you're comfortable in your sexuality and you like women i mean and you're you feel comfortable with yourself those tend to be the men that are better friends to gay men if you are worried about somebody looking at you and pointing and wondering if they're with Stuart walking down the street, then you got your own problems. Go ahead and fuck yourself. I have. But I think if you look back, sorry. I was just saying, like, talking about, like, straight male friends, too. I never once, like, as a child, like, there were many efforts I made towards trying to fit in to, like, have straight male friends. They never came about. And even as an adult, I just don't have many straight male friends just as, like, a product of my own experience. Outside of work, I've met some great straight men through work, but the bane of their existence is something I just don't like. So I I wanted to actually go where you took us to childhood. You spoke a little bit about the straight men childhood. Describe a little bit the experience of why straight men might have been Walking off of a school bus and my shoelaces being tied, someone running to my home in the middle of the night, punching me in my jaw, being on the playground, not being allowed to play hide and go seek because I'm a faggot, not being able to sit in a certain spot in the cafeteria because I am not straight enough. Um, These are the things that directly relate. Coaches, adult coaches on sports teams saying very degrading things to me about my femininity as a child, um, not letting me be a part of the like whole collective, even in high school, being in gym and being given like not as good of a grade and doing physical activities because I was so feminine and acting like a man. So there are lots of reasons why I just, as a child going into my teenage, more formative years, that's why I just don't like straight men. Again, I need more specifics. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, no, he I, came I, with I, it. Do you relate really, really to any of that? Do you relate really to any of that, Bennett? I'm just trying to kind of wrap my head around. As a lesbian? What, what exactly? <laughs> the opposite of a straight man. <laughs> I, what I envy about straight men is the fact that I feel like there's a roadmap. We kind of talked about gay people having to blaze their own trails. That's a good point. You know, I, I envy that straight men already have a roadmap as to what their life is supposed to look like. Dating, wife, house, 2.5 kids and a dog, right? 2.5 kids. Yeah, it's like a, it's it's a little just, dated. But so, yeah. yeah. Oh. <laughs> Obviously um, not literally. It literally just in, you know, China or, you know, the Book of Solomon where you slice I, one in half. I also feel like they are more simple, like less complex and less... Because they're dumb. I told you. Well, you did say that. I, I, I actually kind of envy that they have a more simple life than gay men. Do you know what that is a product of? That's a product of privilege. When you have yes, privilege, you're, you're able right. to thrive so, in simplicity. You're right. When you, you are don't right. have that privilege, you have to find ways well, to when you don't have more to fight for your right. Let me finish my point. When you don't exist in a place of privilege, you have to find ways to be more complex to get ahead in life and to make life make more sense to yourself. That's why we don't have roadmaps. It's because we're not straight. That's a 
that's a product of straight privilege is that you are raised in a society where you watch movies and you go out to the park and you see people living their best heterosexual life but, and you as a gay person don't have these tools and guidelines and things in line that help you thrive as an adult you have to figure all of it out yourself you have one less speed bump if you do have that plan that you're speaking of Bennett if you don't have to fight for the right to exist yeah. and to be relevant and to have equal rights and things like that, then you have less of your bandwidth yeah. taken up yes. and you can really focus I, on I, things I more places. like career-oriented. I, I agree. I definitely agree with that. I, and I also see what you're saying, Dante. I just feel like mine's not negative and mine's not a positive outlook. I see kind of both sides. Yeah, I, I just I don't think that. that straight is, by definition, enough privilege to overcome all the other things that someone could face, whether it's economic conditions, being black, being Hispanic. There I are said so many speed bump right, now. Don't right. You said speed bump. Here. He said absolute privilege and bunched them all together. There is heterosexual and, privilege no, is I, a thing. I get it, but it's not the only thing that a man that is straight may be facing into. And to say that they're all just simple thinkers, I think I have enough straight great, amazing friends and business leaders that are complex, that are deep thinkers, that are sensitive, that are great fathers. I just think that you are not exposed to potentially those men. Plus, I, in, my, in my career and in the workplace, uh -huh. I make efforts to try to connect with straight men because the only way I will get ahead in life, but in my social life, I just often find so many dull, I will try to make an effort to meet more exciting straight men, but I just don't often meet enough of them. I feel like I straight really men don't. would love you. They, they, and they end up, and the ones who do end up like fetishizing the fuck and out of my personality. And it is so exhausting being like this parrot in a fucking like, zoo. Like, yes, they always it's want not you. like they're trying to get to know me. It's like they want to see the next funniest thing I can say. Can I, can I do a flip? Can I yeah, vogue gonna, in the middle of the living room? You have to be my like friend. Um, like, that's annoying as hell. But I, ask me about quarter. where I'm from. Get to know something interesting about me. I'm not a parakeet. I will try to make an effort to meet more exciting straight men, but I just don't often meet enough of them. I feel like I really straight men don't. would love you. They, they, and they end up, and the ones who do end up like fetishizing the fuck out of my personality. And it is so exhausting being like this parrot in a fucking like, zoo. Like, uh, yes, they always it's want not you. like they're trying to get to know me. It's like they want to see the next funniest thing I can say. Can I, can I do a flip? Can I yeah, vogue you're, in the middle of the living room? You have to meet my like friends. Like your show. Um, like that's annoying as hell. But I, ask me about quarter. where I'm from. Get to know something interesting about me. I'm not a parakeet. I want to yeah. take a step back. I'm going to say I may be the only person here, but I don't think I am the only person and the only doll that is listening out there that might relate to this. I felt like absolutely that sense of straight boys were different than me growing up. And that made me insecure in some aspects, whether it was in the gym, whether it was, um, you know, these guys could just date, you know, like the, everything was kind of easy. The world and, was created yeah, around them, right? And, and I'll give you examples of like really tensor moments where like you went to the gym and everyone just got naked, you know, in the showers or whatever, and you just maybe didn't know exactly how to react or interact. Oh no, baby, I got, you can't shower with us. You don't, why are you showering? Okay, I carried for a long time a lot of insecurities about myself from those early on experiences. And you did, you were identified early as different. But I even noticed back then that there were some straight boys that really fed into that and, and let you have it. And there were others that didn't or might move to help or give sympathy. And it was an interesting sort of experience. The ones I, that I think that really gave you the hardest time are the ones that they wanted you to give them also the hardest time it's very possible. under the bleachers. Let's, very possible. Let's, also, let's also say this, and I'm not downplaying your experience, Dante, but I think it's dangerous to paint with a broad brush 
and put down any group. I don't think it's good to say all black people are so bad, then, so then let all me, white so then people let me are backtrack. bad. Let me backtrack to not deal in absolutism. There are straight men that I have encountered, that I have enjoyed, and those I know in the future I will enjoy. But when I'm talking about an overarching idea of men, I do not like the idea of men and the privilege they inherit, especially heterosexual men. I mean, there are definitely your indiv- lots of individuals within this community that I love, cherish, and champion um, presidential candidates, people who work behind the scenes in different businesses. John Lewis, straight man. Um, exactly. So the obvious choices of people who do not, who use their privilege to help the rest of society. Not a lot of men and not a lot of people with various privileges do much with their privilege to uplift everyone around them. It's back to what we talked about in another episode. Everybody wants somebody else lower on the totem pole. And we're just, that's just the way the social the construct co- is right crumbles. now. Yeah, no, I think it's just like a, like a lot of straight men. I think the part that irritates me most about them is a lot of them don't do much with their privilege. It's not enough for you to say you can tolerate gay men. Like, what are you doing to help gay men feel more comfortable around tolerate. you? Tolerate. I love that word, um, tolerate. Yeah, no, seriously, I've had I people talk that. about how oh they tolerate. God, I'm like, get on, get the, I'd rather you fight me than tolerate me. Oh, yeah, I, I actually think that I'm not, I'm not disagreeing with you. I also feel like men in general, gay or straight, can be lazy about that kind of thing. Yes, I think that's why I said um, men. And so even gay men can be mm-hmm. lazy about uh, bringing those on along aside them. Yes, um, I agree with you. Yeah. We're in agreement, honey. All right, so if we think about these different kind of facets, how do you guys interact then with, gay, with uh, straight men? What's your current state? You kind of have had past experience that were difficult. I know we know where Dante stands. Well, have- I'd like to invite, you know, a heterosexual male doll to reach out to Dante and be like, you know what? We're not all assholes and give him proof. No, I, I just yes. said I don't like to do an absolutism. And there are definitely people who use their privilege to forward society. And I thank them and champion them for that. And I think I they do. should reach and out to you. talking about my current way that I deal with anyone that I encounter straight or not, man or not, I treat everyone with kindness, dignity, and respect upon meeting you if that changes is because you've elicited something else in my existence you've done something that has triggered a different response so i will meet you and treat you with love kindness care and the warmth that you need as a person because that's how people should treat each other but if you're an asshole and you are one of those people who abuses their privilege i'm not going to continue to do that fuck off so i i know that you said Stuart, that you have some some pretty good straight friends Mm -hmm. i'm going to share that where I have had several gay friends tell me before, hey, I'm not very comfortable, or they're constantly trying to maybe like, you know, figure out if maybe he might be, you know, someone that could switch teams and, you know, that kind of switching of a team. And there are certain gays that feel that way. I gotta tell you guys, having straight male friends that are close, that really get close, and you can talk about their women, you can talk about their own insecurities, you can talk about like really, really bro and be friends with straight men, it is, awesome because if you've entered in that relationship where there's not going to be any sort of sexual exchange between the two of you but you're going to lift each other up and try to be the best kinds of men you can be but you can do that with gay people they don't have to be straight for you to but But there's something valuable though that he's saying that they bring to the table and it's just like not being friends with a particular race or what have you everyone brings something to the table that you should get to know myriad of reasons same thing for straight men is basically what you're saying yeah give them a chance think about the numbers think about just let's just say that there's seven percent of the men on this earth are gay that leaves 93 percent of the men experience is outside of our definition and 
What is the possibility of potential of what those two can learn from each other? An emboldened, bright, beautiful gay person with a bold, bright, straight yeah. man. And I would also go as far as to say that I think that straight men and gay allies are the ones that are going to progress our culture as gay men. Agreed. Like, and those are the men who are secure in their sexuality. Yeah, because those aren't those the men are I'm talking about. I'm right. sorry. And those are not the men I'm talking about. Right, but there are no. many of them that do exist. In fact, they are the promoters of, from the corporate perspective, yep. those rare gems that are straight men that are good, I'm going to call them yep. good leaders, good fathers. They are the men that are seeing a woman yep. and raising her up into the next position yep. underneath him. And they're raising up a lesbian, they're raising up a gay person. Yep. So it's it, it has taken someone of privilege in that role to yeah. realize there's really strength in the other. And I'm not, oh, sorry. I actually watched a, um, a TED talk about a Muslim woman who ran for office and she got death threats because of her religion. Oh wow. And instead of retaliating, instead of responding in a negative way, she responded to these emails and these letters and said, hey, would you like to meet me? Mm. And so for me- She was busy. Yeah, she well, she was busy and, but, through her experience, everybody she met with, they weren't best of friends when she left their house. However- Oh, she went the hell over she there. She went over there and met With them. security? No. And it showed her that when you really humanize mm -hmm. whatever minority it might be, it's really impactful. Um, and I feel like we need to do the same with reaching out to straight men that might not be exposed to gay men. There, there's wonderful things about everybody, no matter race, religion, skin color, doesn't well, matter. Do you want to give a PSA to straight men out there? Also, one thing I do want to shy away from doing and people is trying to embolden everyone to carry that level of courage. It's not that easy to do what she did. It's not easy to be like the billboard for gay people are not terrible like black people are not terrible. I have lived my entire life trying to be a billboard to ignorant individuals that all black people are not criminals and poor people trying to take your money. I've lived my whole life trying to prove to straight people that I'm not trying to fuck them. Um, it's exhausting and I don't want to encourage people to live their life Lord, to where I they can I just got can't. exhausted listening to an exactly. like, so that you can't, like, there's a certain, there's a point when you have to say I'm living in my truth and my truth does not need to be a presentation as to why I am valuable. Yes, you can humanize the gay community, humanize women, humanize black people, humanize people who are underprivileged and underserved in society. I, but you have to get to a certain point where you aren't doing, putting so much energy into proving I, yourself. Right, you don't have to be the, the banner child. Yeah, because right? it's so hard. But, it's not easy. It's so hard. And I've heard this from black people too, and I, I get that. But I also feel like we're in a, in a point in our country where we all have to do that to some degree. We have mm -hmm. some healing to mm -hmm. do. That's just my point of view. Is it something that we should have to do? Absolutely not. But I do think that to some degree it's something that we should do. But I also feel like we're in a, in a point in our country where we all have to do that to some degree. We have mm -hmm. some healing to mm -hmm. do. That's just my point of view. Is it something that we should have to do? Absolutely not. But I do think that to some degree it's something that we should do. We don't have to go to the extent of this lady, right, where she's inviting people. Because I, I do think that there's a lot of weight there's something amazing to be said I, about those kind of people, though, and I don't want to not, while I don't want to try to encourage everyone to carry that on their back, the weight of trying to defend an entire community, for those who do do it, thank you, because it matters. Well, I, I'd like to make an announcement that if somebody did, in fact, threaten your life not to go over to their house. Yes, I play with Oh, yeah, no, I wouldn't roll there either. But I was going to say, I think that, um, and, and I could be wrong, um, 
I've really challenged myself to try to be as diversified in my friendship. So if you listen to a lot of the diversity education you get in the workplace, you know, the, the more varied your age groups are, the more varied the backgrounds that you have in a team that you create, um, the richer the team, the ideas, etc. I actually think that's a great goal for us as humans to make friends that are diversified to have you know a straight girlfriend, a, um, a widowed friend, a, a young teenage friend, uh, a black friend, an Asian friend, wealthy, poor. Agreed. It's, it's good included. to have your yeah. your mind, but keep it, your mind open, not interview yeah, people but or it check be, mark and you know. Yeah, but it shouldn't be work like you were saying, Dante, where you know you're going out of your way to be that beacon for someone. Because I, mean, I have to do it all the know, time. It's but, been like a large part of my life is having to be like this class act. Like I'm at work and someone says you should go talk to this like a black person who's being slightly loud because you're black and I'm like they're not being loud you're being an asshole and you're being racist stop trying to listen to me to try to uplift the rest of the black community because you view me as acceptable yeah right I so I, I totally agree with that and therefore it should be natural to seek out those friendships and they should not be work they should be things that add to yeah, you yeah like we but have I, something in common yeah but I, I I will just say that those straight male friends that I have they add to my life quite richly and thank you to our mood straight male friends who are great people. My God, apparently you're awesome. Yes. Why do you just well, he is I can't wait to meet you. I still I hate don't think I don't know if they exist. Or like, <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I still hate No, I think that. that's been, I, actually, honestly, that's maybe part of my, maybe that's unique to my journey in having been someone that closeted for so long and effectively functioned not only in the straight workplace, straight, although most people were kind of like, you had three kids, you light. functioned real well. He's a little light in the lovers. But I actually did that too, like in church, in fellowship. I mean, I was right alongside straight men telling me how they were, you know, um, really tempted to cheat on their wife, or they were talking about how they were so, uh, they knew that it was good that a woman got the job, but it was hard because they really felt like they were qualified to, like whatever the thing was, I've heard straight men's perspective on these things and sat with them, so it's a little bit different. I know. I think that it's horrible that men are out here seeking out advice as to how they can cheat on their wives and why they feel like women shouldn't be getting jobs if they feel like they're more qualified. They weren't saying they want to cheat. They were saying they didn't want to cheat. And they were saying that they understood why the woman got the job, but that it was still hard for them because part of their ego was hurt. I think it's very the, vulnerable. Is that what you heard? I heard straight men coming to me telling me how it was hard to not cheat on their wives. Well, is that if that was true, would that be bad that they shared it with someone as opposed to I just mean, you can share, it inside? You can share terrible things. There's still terrible things no matter how you talk about them. I, well, I think that's being honest and vulnerable in your friendships. Personally, I, <laughs> I, I encourage it. So, but um, anyways, you're awesome. Yes, bro. Straight yes, friends. bro. Bro. Oh so, um, bro. if you were... Um, <laughs> if, <laughs> Not bro. <laughs> bro. Oh, Jesus. Hate it. So if you were raising a young gay son and he was interacting with straight boys at school, um, what would your advice to him be? Nothing. Love everyone. I'm not going to tell you how to interact with a certain group of people. Feel most comfortable where you see fit. It's not my job to guide you how to treat people. My, Raising my, a, gay, a gay kid? Yeah. yeah. Or a straight yeah, gay? Gay or straight. Kid. Just love people. Love everyone you encounter. Well, I mean, are it you suggesting most. it should be a, a subject? Think about if you're still being teased for being gay. Okay, but great. I want my gay son, straight son, transgender daughter, I want my kids to just love and treat everyone with kindness and respect and warmth the same way I do. And in the event that someone crosses you, cut that bitch. Not not literally, but like, 
seriously, like don't don't let people step over you, but love everyone that you meet, and then change where necessary. Why do I picture his children in ten years getting a bar of like Dial soap and and constructing a, a shank? Out of that so <laughs> to cut somebody. Well, Daddy said to. <laughs> <laughs> um, but no, I, I, empowering them to just love the world. When you asked that question, I was thinking, how would I raise a straight child, right? Yeah. And Joe Biden actually came out with a, a video of himself recently, and he was talking about his one of his first experiences as a teenager witnessing in the '60s um, two men kissing yeah. on a street corner. And his dad had just dropped him off. I don't know where he was going, school or the market. And he looks over at his dad to figure out how mm-hmm. to react. Because mm-hmm. at this point, he had, he's, he's looking up to his parents. And he said that his dad simply said, son, they love each other. It's as simple as that. In the 60s? In the 60s. And that's so powerful. He was and brought that, up right. And that is incredible. <laughs> that's and so I wish crazy. more... I wish more straight men thought that way Same. in 2020. Same. So, so see what's so interesting about this, like just kind of do the math. If straight men see more healthy, happy, good gay men in their lives as friends and examples, they will become the fathers that turn around and set that example for that yeah. young man. So we have a part in this history. We have a part in the story and it's just as, it's not being the, you know, the bleeding flag for everyone, but it is being a real and good human to those other people that are different than us, just I like just we think want them to be. Live to your us. life and be happy. You shouldn't have to strive to be excellent for people to accept you. I agree with that. Be secure in yeah. who you are. Absolutely. Well, thank yeah. you guys so much for joining us today. We're going to wrap up with a couple mental health tips from the team. Absolutely. If you are listening in grade school, middle school, high school, I hope that your school has a um, great gay-straight alliance. Those are super important. If you don't have a chapter, please try to start one. It doesn't matter if you're gay or straight, you can start a chapter in your school. And then also, if you're having issues as a gay man with your family, PFLAG is fantastic. I have a relationship with them here in Atlanta. Atlanta. They do really, really great work. So check out Gay Straight Alliance and pflag.org. Um, before we wrap this thing on out, I know I said I hate men, but I'm going to have to challenge y'all this week um, with my call to Kiki. Your call to Kiki every week is just going to be my charge to you to do something different with a group of friends that's authentic and vulnerable and where you really try to have a conversation, maybe even across the aisle if you don't necessarily agree on certain topics. So this week after listening to this chaotic episode that it was, because I hate men and I made it very known. Um, <laughs> do you hate men? I'm not sure. He hates men. Yes, I hate men. That's probably why I'm single, because well, I hate Why do you watch so much Pornhub with me? You don't know what I watch. <laughs> One of my favorite porn stars identifies as she, so she has a dick. But anyways, we have to cut that one out. out. Uh, we ain't cutting out nothing. Go back so to Kiki. So this week's call to Kiki is just going to be my challenge to you to get a few of your friends. get Find some straight people. And watch Pornhub. Oh, my God. I'm muting them. Find some straight people. I'll just talk oh. louder. <laughs> See, this is why I hate men. Find Um, some straight people. Find some straight (laughs) friends that you have. Hopefully you're not like me without any, but find some straight friends and sit down and have honest conversations, Coworkers. coworkers, anyone, to where you just get very real about how you may feel scared and bashed to be your true, most vulnerable gay self around them and see how change can be started there. Because it starts somewhere, honey. 
It does. It does. Thank you so much. Boom. We would encourage you guys, please join us at thegailyghost.com or on our social media at The Gailey Dose Pod. We are excited to hear from you and we look forward to seeing you next week. We I do. hate men. <laughs> I don't, y'all. He y'all loves. stupid. Hey, this is Bennett with The Gailey Dose with a Mental Health Minute. This message is for dolls who might be alone for the holidays. Maybe because you and your family are high risk for COVID. Maybe your friends and family are far away. Or maybe you don't have a close relationship. You may feel lonely, but you are not alone. Many of us are especially feeling isolated this holiday season. Join the conversation with the Gailey Dose. Do things that make you happy. If you know another doll, give them a shout. And if you feel hopeless, call the National Suicide Hotline at 1-800-273-8255. Once again, 1-800-273-8255. They're always there for you.